0: week's study was interesting right very interesting <laughs> yeah so we're going to continue on it deliverance right that was what we were studying last week so we're still going to look into it and continue until we get to the end of it this time uh, i don't know how long it will take but we'll see mm-hmm. hallelujah okay. so let us come with me bring your bibles to colossians chapter 1 <clears throat> Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 and uh, 13 if you have it. Colossians 1 verse 12 to
1: 13.
2: 13. And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. Mm-hmm. For he has rescued us from the dominion of
0: darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves amen, amen. so you remember before we ended i was tell, before we ended last week i was telling you that uh, sin and the enemy cannot begin to phantom your position does not know where you are right you remember mm-hmm. and that is because why you have changed address you have changed location i don't know if you get it mm-hmm. so like from your country now if someone was looking for you in your country right now the person won't find you because mm-hmm. your address is no longer in your country I don't know if you get what i mean so it's the same thing in uh deliverance in salvation so in salvation you are no longer in the address of the enemy or in the address of satan now you are in the address of the kingdom of the son of god so that is the translation from here it says bringing you have been brought out from here into here i don't know if you get it so like we explained last time it's a nature your nature has changed so now you no longer have the nature of sin Now you have the nature of righteousness, right? Mm -hmm. So the dog, no matter how you train the dog, it doesn't have the nature of a human being. So no matter how you have trained it, a dog is still a dog by what? Nature, right? Mm -hmm. A human being is still a human being by nature, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. So because of what Christ has done, he has qualified us from what we read here, right? Mm -hmm. He has qualified us. He has made us meats in, uh, in KJV. It says meats. He has made us meet, M E E T, <laughs> yeah. So, we, which means qualified. We have been become qualified to take part in the inheritance of the saints, right? And this has also delivered us from. 13 here It says delivered us from the power of darkness, right? So we have been removed. We have been eliminated from the from the power of darkness, mm. right? So, um, to understand it better, at resurrection or rather at salvation the the person was born into the family of god you get it Mm. so the person has become born into the family of god he no longer has a part in sin hallelujah okay so only the one who died on the cross has the power to deliver
1: Mm.
0: i don't know if you get it Mm. yes and christ has delivered us So, in other words, man was kidnapped by sin in Adam, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You remember uh, that story I told you guys how uh, man invited sin to the party, and sin, Mm -hmm. when he was coming, brought death, Mm -hmm. right? So that was the kidnapping of man in Adam. But in Jesus Christ, the ransom. When the kidnapper gets paid, you are your day with him is over, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. Uh So you have your freedom. So, but Jesus Christ paid that ransom to free us or in other words to deliver us so he is the savior you get it Mm. just Christ is the savior not you not your pastor Mm. not me Mm. not anybody but jesus christ jesus christ is the savior so and he does and he has delivered us and he does that the day that an individual invites him in so you have been saved, but you don't have personal encounter with him if you have not invited him in. That is to say, if you have not accepted what he has done. It's like the resources in the, where, where do I put it now? Uh, okay, so the road is open. The road is free, right? You can walk out of the gate. But until you walk out of the gate, you cannot go outside. I don't know if that's a good uh, example, mm-hmm. but yeah. So the way has been opened, the chains have been broken. I don't know if you've seen some movies where a slave has been freed from both the chain and the cage is open, but the, the slave still remains in the cage. Mm-hmm. You are free to go, but you still remain in the cage. Why? Maybe that's the per- the person is thinking that is the more comfortable place, right? Or maybe the person doesn't mm-hmm. know exactly. So that's how it is. So our job as as believers, as Christians, is to what? Tell the whole world you have been saved, accept it. Right? Mm. You have been you have your job is to tell that slave you have been freed, come out. Come out of that cage. Hallelujah. Mm. So the day the person accepts that or invites Jesus in, that's the day the person becomes saved or delivered. Okay. Hallelujah. So now, remember, I told you the other time that there was a, there was a difference between casting out devils and deliverance. Mm-hmm. Right? So, deliverance is a movement. Deliverance is a movement or a translation from one kingdom into another. Right? So, you've moved from here to here, from point A to point B. Right? So, that's what deliverance is. Now, casting out devils is done by believers on unbelievers. You cannot cast out devil from a believer because the spirit of God lives in him. He is holy. Mm-hmm. Now, you hear some of the preachers, they be like, yo, you, you're having issues in this, in that, come for deliverance. Mm-hmm. They're telling Christians, suppose born again, mm-hmm. right? That they should come for deliverance. In the first place, that preacher is operating from a first place of ignorance, because he doesn't know that this person has been delivered. Now, the, the believer, the born again, who is also going for the deliverance, also operating from ignorance, mm-hmm. because he doesn't know that he has been delivered. I mean, what do you want to deliver from? Deliver him from the spirit of God, from Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, is that what you want to deliver him from? Right? You want to deliver him out of the kingdom of light into where now? Where do you want to send him to? I don't know if you're getting this. Mm. Yeah. So now that is the 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 problem of ignorance. That is why that happens. Now, as for casting out devils or deliverance, believers are the ones, oh, sorry, sorry. Casting out devils and deliverance, believers do it on unbelievers. Mm. Now, if an unbeliever has a devil, <laughs> mm. per se, right? Or a demon, and you cast out that demon. If you leave him like that, the, he will still get tormented mm-hmm. because he has not moved. He is still in the same kingdom. So, the same the same laws, the same rules that brought upon his oppression will still come again. I don't know if you get it. Mm-hmm. So, let's say you live in the United States, right? The rules of America will continue to apply as long as you are in America. So true. Yeah. So until you get out of there, (laughs) so I don't know if you get me, yeah, the things that affect people there will not affect you, Uh, will affect you until you get out from that place. So it's the same thing. So to deliver an unbeliever, you can cast out demons, fine, but the perfect and best thing you can do is to deliver the person. And deliverance is not casting out demons like we said. Now, to deliver the person is to translate the person or movement from one kingdom into another. And the only way to do it is by what? Preaching the gospel, preaching Christ. So you preach Christ to the person, he accepts it or he accepts Christ and he becomes delivered. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's, now you see where deliverance, how to do deliverance. Okay. So, and you've seen the difference. So uh, casting out devils is done by believers or unbelievers. A child of god is the temple of the holy ghost right he is not you know there's this sticker i used to see back in my own country where they used to be i'm a divine project i'm not to be abandoned mm-hmm. right so like uh it's not about being a divine project that will not be abandoned mm-hmm. you are a finished building <laughs> because you don't move into an unfinished building mm-hmm. and the spirit of god lives in you mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit lives in you. So you can't be unfinished. You are, you are finished. And your finishing came the day you received salvation. That was the day you were finished. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, only Christ is our intercessor. Take note of this. Mm. No other person can intercede on your behalf. Mm. Because Jesus Christ told us, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except what? Me. Mm. You know, some people will make this uh, example, they'll be like, no, if you anger your father mm. and he takes you out of the house, you go and talk to your uncle mm. or your auntie and then they come and beg your father. Mm. What kind of nonsense talk is <laughs> that one? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, do you do that? Imagine, I don't know what kind of family they come They come from. <laughs> I don't know, know what's happening in their family. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so what i'm trying to say is this jesus christ doesn't uh jesus christ is the only one who intercedes for us so you don't need any other, right there's this song uh, i need no other argument i need no other plea it is enough that jesus died and that he died for me right mm-hmm. my faith has power yeah, anyway, let's leave the hymn for now. But what I'm trying to say is that it is only Jesus that died for you. And he is the only one that can intercede on your behalf. See, when Jesus Christ rose from the dead, when he rose from the dead, do you know what he said to Mary when she saw him? She wanted to hug him, right? And he was like, wait, I'm, tell my disciples, I'm going to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Jesus Christ was going to present himself the sacrifice, like he has paid. He was going to present himself and say, God, okay, I finished the work, right? Mm-hmm. And by that, he has brought us into That's You see, he said, My father and your father. By that, he has brought us into the family of God. Mm-hmm. So, no other person did the intercession for us, you know, because even when Christ died, we didn't know him, mm-hmm. right? God has spread his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Mm. when we didn't give any two cents about him, about God, he loved us and he gave himself for us. So you see, so I mean, who are you going to go to to help you beg? Mm. Right? Jesus Christ is our only intercessor. And every believer is a prayer winner.
1: Not a prayer warrior.
0: What are you worrying about? You forgot, I told you last time that. When Christ went, when he descended below, he did what? He took captivity captive, right? So, that is victory. So, you're operating from a place of victory. You're not fighting. You're done. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah. yeah. So, you're not fighting. You're done. You, you know I mean you have victory. Just Christ won and then he gave you the thing and said, oh, go and enjoy it. Yeah. And then you want to go and fight. Who do you want to fight again when it's finished? So, let's see Galatians chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. And I'll read. He therefore that ministered to you the spirit and worked miracles. Chapter 3. Verse 1 to 5. Oh, I started from 5. five. Oh, foolish Galatians, who had bewitched you. Yeah, I want to pay to bewitched. Bewitched you that you should not obey the truth. Before whose eyes Jesus Christ had been evidently set forth. Crucified among you. This only would I learn of you. Received ye the Holy Spirit by the works of the law? Is that how you receive the Holy Spirit? Or by the hearing of faith? Right? He's asking them for for an answer. Are you so foolish? He's not cursing them. It's, It's a state of mind, right? So, having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If it be yet in vain. He therefore administered to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you. Doeth he it by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith? So, this is like his admonishing the Galatians, you know, Mm -hmm. they received Christ and then suddenly they're like, no, men must do this, women must do that, and then they said bringing the law into everything, right? Mm -hmm. So now he's asking them, when you first believed, was it works or was it faith that brought you and all those questions. So, why I said you think of of bewitched is this: anybody, any preacher who tells you that no, you have believed now you have to do this and do that and do that, otherwise you are you go to hell. I, actually, I was see I saw this video one time, mm. yeah, of a very well known man of God, and he was like, no, you guys you don't pay your tithe. Mm. If you don't pay your tithe, you you, you go, go, go to, to hell. hell. That's cool. Yeah, like for real. You go to what does that mean? I mean, <laughs> when Jesus Christ, when Jesus Christ said, uh, when um, if you go to John 3, verse 16, he says, Whosoever believes in him, he <laughs> say Whosoever believes in him and pays tight. You get me? And so many, so many, there are so many places we can go to. It never said anything about pay tight, you know, but he brought only one verse and he was like, No. This, 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 and this, and then he said, explaining, and he's like, "No, if you didn't pay tithe, also, I'm like, anyway, let's leave that talk." <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that anyone who begins to preach outside of grace as the criteria for your salvation is witchcraft. That message is witchcraft. What's behind you? It's right there in the Bible. He said, "Who has bewitched you?" Is witchcraft. So, outside of grace, the law or works as a criteria for salvation is witchcraft. Now, I wanted to try this knowledge. First Corinthians 8, verse 1 to 8. 1 Corinthians 8,
2: verse 1 to 8. As touching. Now, about food sacrifice to idols, mm-hmm. we know that we all possess knowledge, mm-hmm. but the knowledge puffs
0: up while, while love builds up. Okay, hold on a minute. So, knowing something or having knowledge of something puffs up. That is to say it makes you proud. Continue. Mm-hmm. But charity edifies. it. Yes.
2: Those who think they know something do not yet know as they mm-hmm. ought to know. But whoever loves God is known by God. So then, about eating food, sacrificed about eating food sacrificed to idol. Who who know that an idol is nothing at all in the world? And that there is no God but one. Five. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods, and many lords, yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom all things came, and for whom we live. For whom we live, and there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came, and through whom we live. Seven. But not everyone possesses this knowledge. So some people are still so accustomed to idols that when they eat sacrificed food, they think of it as having been sacrificed to God and and since their conscience is weak it is defiled yeah. and eat, but food does not bring us near to god we are no worse if we do not eat and no better if we do
0: okay to eight, yeah. yes so this knowledge i wanted to try is this you see as a man thinks in his heart so is he right mm-hmm. So, you see, some people, they eat food, sacrificed to idol, knowing that it's sacrifice to idol, and they become sick. That's what it's saying. Some know it's sacrifice to idol, and they eat it, and nothing, that like, yeah, it's nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they see it as, yeah, we, because we have only one God. You remember the other that I was telling you that all the gods are dead? <laughs> you remember, yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah? because, you see, he says yeah these things are so-called gods, but they are not God. Mm-hmm. We know that there is only one God. You see? So, knowledge is what makes conscience. Your conscience is made up of knowledge. It's what you know that drives your conscience. I don't know if you get me. Mm. Yeah, so the, that is why we are admonished in scriptures to search the scriptures. Right? And that is why the Apostle Paul was admonishing Timothy that he should what study to show himself what approved, so that you can rightly divide the word, right? Mm. So you know, and that knowing will make you. I don't know if you get me. Mm. Yes. So if you don't know, somebody comes and teaches you the wrong one. You know, it's the same. It he gives you a wrong knowledge, right? So that same knowledge makes you. So. If if you if you were in grace and then you weren't taught about it, right? Someone comes and, and lives with and teaching you law. You see, your Christian journey begins to have all those bendy, bendy ways. It's no longer straight. Now you, you you're not, you you might end up you're not even sure ah you don't know whether God is a consuming fire today or he's a... What what is the other one? God of uh, Elijah. Or yeah, of Moses. Is God of Elijah, God of Moses today or tomorrow, yeah. and so you begin to panic because you don't know him, right? Yeah. So you don't know which which part of him you will meet today. You wake up in the morning. Maybe God is happy. Maybe God is not happy. Maybe he will destroy the world today. Maybe he won't destroy the world today, and all those things. So these things are driven by knowledge. So what I'm trying to what I was trying to show you here is that it is what you know that makes your conscience or that makes you. Hallelujah. Amen. So now let's see. Uh, so that is why we are learning, right? Mm. This is why we, we are learning. We are learning, and in our learning, we are relearning. We are relearning the things we have been taught, right? Mm. Some of them we take it, some of them are like nah, this one, this one doesn't make sense anymore. And we throw them out, mm. right? And we fill it up with something better. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's see Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 18. Mm. Yeah. Verse 18 and 19. Verse 18
1: and 19, yes. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, Mm -hmm. or is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind. To set, a liberty, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord.
0: So, you see, that's thing we were saying earlier about whether God is God of uh, Elijah one day and uh, the other one the other day. This is what Christ has told us the Spirit of the Lord is upon him, mm. has sent him to do. You see, he didn't send him to kill. They didn't send him to kill. They didn't send him for vengeance. They mm-hmm. didn't send him for anger. Mm. He sent him what? to heal the brokenhearted mm-hmm. to preach the gospel to, to the poor. poor this is poor in to
1: preach deliverance to preach, preach deliverance
0: parties. recovery of sight liberty you see all these things but you find that there are so many preachers out there who are not preaching these things right mm-hmm. instead of even instead of even preaching <laughs> the recovery of sight and deliverance to the captives they are even putting people into captivity yeah. right it's true. Some, some some believers have gotten to a point where like they've been so mesmerized that they can't leave that preacher for another preacher. Why? Because the preacher has made them think that he hears from God concerning them. Mm. I don't know if you're getting me. Mm. Yeah. So they're like, ah, this is the one like he's he he's he's the umbrella that's protecting my family or mm. protecting me. The oracle. The oracle. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that not captivity? Is that not bondage? <laughs> how can you put someone like Jesus Christ set free into that kind of bondage? Who are you? I'm huh? The oracle. <laughs> Hey, the man of God. What did you see for my family today? Come mm-hmm. <laughs> to and see for yourself. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You see for yourself. Are you, are you not the same person, Jesus Christ is saved? Mm-hmm. Nah, the same thing that is in the guy is is also in you. Mm. <clears throat> so, uh, in in uh, <clears throat> you cannot have vengeance in the year of salvation. Mm. Right. So, he, there is no way he mentioned salvation here. He said to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Mm. And he has already told us, he has already listed out those those things that were in the acceptable year mm. of the Lord. Okay, so, um, so it is not the ministry, I'm talking about vengeance, mm. right? It's not the ministry of Jesus. That's the ministry of Elijah, <laughs> you know? If I be a man of God, that's why I come down. <laughs> If this, if that, if that, and he's killing people up and down, him and uh, Jezebel are having having war and having fight. Okay, so the ministry of Jesus we have already seen in this place we looked at, Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19, right? Okay, so let's see. I, I want us to take a look at something before we continue. Let's see. Second Kings 1, verse 9. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at Elijah mm-hmm. for a minute. <laughs> and... Uh, Yes, yeah, Second so Kings 1 verse 9, if you have it. That's the ministry of Elijah. 1 verse 9, okay. Mm. Are you reading?
2: Yeah, Are you ready? Somebody read. <coughs> then he sent to Elijah a captain with his company of 50 men. Mm-hmm. The captain went up to Elijah, who was sitting on the top of the hill, and said to him, Man of God, the king
0: says, Come down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that story continue from there, and we already know the story. So, what I was trying to say is, look at this. That was Elijah in the scriptures, right?
2: Let's get to ten. Let's get to 10. Okay. Okay. Elijah <laughs> okay. answered the captain, "If I be a man of God, may fire come down from the heaven and consume you and your fifty men." Then fire fell from heaven and consumed the captain and his.
1: Okay. God of so, that
0: that was the God of Elijah, yeah. right? But let me shock you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Luke chapter nine, verse fifty-one to fifty-six. Before we read it, let me tell you a little bit of what happened there. Mm-hmm. So Jesus Christ and his disciples they, they want to go to Jerusalem, right? Luke, mm-hmm. Luke chapter nine,
1: okay.
0: verse fifty-one to fifty-six. Okay. So they want to go to Jerusalem, and then they enter this uh, village of some samaritans mm. and the samaritans refused them right mm. they refused jesus christ why because his face it wasn't that he was going you know, okay what that was where he was going but his face only looked like he was going to jerusalem mm. and those guys are like nah you can't pass through our village mm. and then james and john the sons of thunder they had they, they also had the ministry of <laughs> the two of them they they were like ah lord uh, permit us let us call the fire mm. <laughs> I mean, since Elijah could destroy 50 men, yeah, us, we can do more than that. we can destroy an entire village. So, they're like, yeah, for me, let us call down fire like Elijah did. Mm-hmm. And just kind of rebuke them. So, if you go through your scriptures, you find that whenever I rebuke is written, it's always about evil spirits. Right. Mm-hmm. So, that is not the spirit of God. That's the shock I want to give you. Mm-hmm. Destruction is not the spirit of God. That is the enemy. Right. Those okay. guys has said it, said it, said that the uh, is it said the, the enemy comes <coughs> to steal, to kill and to destroy. Mm. But I am come that they might have what? Life, abundant life. Mm. So all those killing destruction is the enemy. It was not God doing anything. God is the only um, Jesus Christ is the only express image of God. Mm. He's the one that points us to God. Mm. So anything that doesn't look like what Jesus Christ has done is it, it, not God. That was why when the voice came from heaven, and, and the, you know, at the Mount of Transfiguration, right? There was Elijah, there was uh, Moses. Who else was there? Yeah, it was just the two of them. And uh, the disciples were like, Ah, Lord, let us build three. Three altars, three temples. So we're going, our destiny, our salvation will be Christ, our Savior. Then our destiny, our ways will be the ways of uh, Moses, and our God will be the God of Elijah. <laughs> Moses stumbled and said, Me, I don't they go. <laughs> I don't follow. <know. laughs> Elijah was like, Yeah, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> and he went away. And then the voice of God came from heaven and said, What? Well, yes, yeah. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Leave that thing Elijah was doing. Leave that thing Moses was saying. Hear this one. So if Moses and Elijah said, his own supersedes all of them. Mm. That's why he said what? Hear ye him. He didn't say, hear Elijah, hear Moses. Mm. Did he say no? Mm. So you can't come and be trying to use the works of Elijah and Moses to supersede the works of Christ. It doesn't happen. Mm. I don't know if you're with me. Mm. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So moving on. Let's see First Timothy chapter two verse one and
2: three. He
0: explained. <laughs> oh, said just to Yeah, but let's leave it for because of time. <laughs> okay, first Timothy chapter two verse one and three. Chapter two or chapter four? Chapter 2, verse 1 and 3.
1: First okay. two. Yes, okay. one, to three. 1 to 3. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For, they, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior.
0: Okay, continue to to 4.
1: Okay. Okay. Who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth? So, I don't know
0: if you noticed, he said God, our Savior. Mm. This is Christ, right? (laughs) Our Savior is Christ, right? So, uh, this is another for those who are arguing that Jesus Christ is not Mm. God. Okay. So, now, but that's not what we want to see here. he says that what? For God will have all men to be what? Saved. And what? To come to the knowledge of truth. So, coming to the knowledge of the truth is part of salvation. Mm. Right? Hallelujah. Mm. So, you can be saved and not know the truth. That's what is true. Right? Mm. So, you received, the, you heard the good news, and it was ah, this is wonderful. Right? And you accept, you become saved. But if the person, uh, if you don't get discipled, if you don't get taught, that is where you end, and then anybody comes, they come and mesmerize you with whatever they have. You know, they come and be like, No, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. When Jesus Christ was with his disciples, they asked him that he should give them the commandment. Was it the greatest commandment? I, I mm-hmm. forgot that that place we could have read it, but if you remember, you let me know. He, he, they, he told them that this is the greatest commandment. Love the Lord, your God, as... Uh, your ha- how do I put it? Lord, love the, your God, Daniel. Hmm? <laughs> well, it's one by two, yeah? Yeah. Love God and love your neighbor. Yes, yes. So it was about love the Lord, your God, right? Mm-hmm. With all your heart. Okay. And then he said the second is like unto the first. And that's one he said what? Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, so the question now is, who is your neighbor? Do you know who your neighbor is? Mm-hmm. Do you know who your neighbor is?
1: is it's not just anyone around you?
0: <clears throat>
1: okay.
0: It can be anyone around you. It can also be your fellow believer. A believer is your brother. Yeah. But he's also your neighbor.
1: But I never puts everyone like in category yeah, like, Never puts everyone puts put everyone yeah, yeah that, that's that is true non believers and also believers yeah, but is true. to be specific mm. it's just your to be if you want to be specific about believers like Christians
0: you say you say brothers. brother yes, yes that's true mm. so but what I'm, what I'm trying to point to, to you here is that when you know the truth right mm. then your salvation begins to make sense to you or in other words your deliverance begins to make sense to you. And you see, there there is now no laws, no rules, except one. Which is what? Love the Lord your God. Mm. Now, you cannot even love the Lord your God by yourself. Mm. Because God is the one who puts his love in Mm. you. And then you are now able to love him with his love. Mm. (laughs) I don't know if I'm making sense. Mm. It is not your love that is loving God. It is his love that is loving him. It's expressing itself through you. I don't know if I'm making Mm. sense. Yes, because you don't have the capacity, the ability to love the Lord, your God, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So, now he puts his love in you. And now, with his love, you can love him and you can love your brother. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, then, when you know the truth, you begin to come to a place of understanding, right? And knowing brings understanding. It also brings power and authority. If you know your standing, if you know your place, then you'll be able to express yourself accordingly, right? Remember what we said earlier, we said that knowledge makes a man, right? Yes, so that is knowledge that will make you. So if you don't have that knowledge, you'll be as timid as a mouse. When you're supposed to be as bold as a lion. Hallelujah. So the church didn't exist until Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Therefore, the church is the church of Christ and the message of the church should be about the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is the message of forgiveness of sins, which is deliverance. Am I making sense? Mm -hmm. So, (coughs) take note that religion is not the church. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. Because before Jesus Christ was dead, there were so many religions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So religion is not the church, and the church is not religion. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. So the church is the church of the firstborn, and what makes the church is the message. What message is it giving? If it is giving the message of Christ, then it is the church of Christ. If it is giving you... So many tips and so many principles. Mm-hmm. It's a social club. <laughs> yeah. Or you can yeah. even go to a university to go and learn those <laughs> things. Why are you... Even the person is not even qualified to give you... He didn't, mm-hmm. even, he didn't even study that thing. He's teaching you. Mm-hmm. Some of them... Some some of them who have a little bit of understanding, they'll be like, yeah, instead of me teaching nonsense, let me go and get a degree in this mm-hmm. thing. So that I'll be teaching. So when I'm teaching it. I know I'm teaching from... Yeah. Others just teach whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they use Bible to back it up. Set <clears throat> tempo. Yeah, I don't even if making sense. Yeah, so the thing that makes the church is the message of the church, and the message of the church should be the message of Christ. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving on Ephesians 4, verse 11. Let us see. Hmm? Can teach yes. He wants to break the table. <laughs> <laughs> Ephesians 4, verse 11. Talking about the gifts, did we talk about this last time? So. Yes, we. So we're going to expand on it. Yes, continue.
1: And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and
0: some teachers. teachers. So in other places, it say some pastoring teachers, right? Mm-hmm. As one word. Yeah. So, pastors teach, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, it is Jesus Christ that gave those gifts, right? Mm. No other person gave the gifts. So, the message should be the message of Christ. So, Jesus Christ is the owner of the church, and he's the one that appoints or gives gifts to pastors and all those things who usually are in the church. So, these gifts he gave, what are they for? Let's see Ephesians from the same place, let's see 7 to 9.
1: seventy nine. Yes. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Mm -hmm. Wherefore he saith when he ascended up on high, he laid captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended what is what is it, but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So If you continue in verse uh, 12, let's continue to verse 12.
1: For the perfecting, okay, let mm-hmm. me start from 11, so that okay. I join together to some prophets. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in, in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Christ.
0: Mm. So we see what these gifts were for, for mm. the defying, for the perfecting of the saints. Mm. Right. So, <clears throat> that is the reason he gave these gifts. Right. He gave gifts to men after he had finished captivity. Mm. I think we said this before, I've mm. said this before somewhere. So, therefore the message is not about the activities of bondage. You know, some preachers go about telling you, you know, when you see this, 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 you know that Satan is operating there. When you do, 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 is Satan like mm. I mean, Or you go and say, no, you see, this is sin. You go, no, if you do like this, this is sin. That is not what the pastor is there for. It is for what? Perfecting the sin is not to go and be pointing to sin. The Lord is already doing that one, mm. so don't waste our time, mm. right? Go and perfect the saints. Talk about Christ. Hallelujah! Mm-hmm. You see, because it's, it's, it's for us to come to the full measure of Christ, and it's supposed to teach us what the knowledge of the Son of God. Mm-hmm. Right? Not you go and tell us what looks like sin and all doesn't look like sin. Remember mm-hmm. that time that Moriji or that you were trending. If you eat this one, you go to hell. If you eat that one, you go to heaven. Mm-hmm. All those kind of all those kind of things. That is not what the pastor is supposed to be doing. None of those things they talk about talk about Christ. They're busy pointing something else. Right, mm. So, the, the message is not about the issues of bondage or the ad- adversary. Rather, it is to reveal the owner of the church to the church. I've already said earlier, the owner of the church is Christ, right? Mm. So, the message of these people he gave gifts, the evangelist, the apostle, the pastor, is what? To reveal the owner of the church to the church. You don't go and be talking about the adversary. Because he's, he's already finished, mm. right? He, he took captivity captive. He finished it. So why are you talking about something that has already been defeated, that no longer has value? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So um, let's see Ephesians four, verse nine and ten. The
2: same place. We, we now that
1: wait. he ascended, what is it? What is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? Mm. He he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens. Mm -hmm. That what? That he might feel all things. Hallelujah. Amen.
0: So, let me break down a little bit something here. So, he said that he that ascended, he ascended what? Far above all heavens. Remember, God does not dwell in heaven. Mm -hmm. That is the reason why he ascended far above all heavens. To present himself to God. God is not in heaven. Mm -hmm. So he went to present himself to God. And now God says, sit down at my right hand, authority. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, that he might what? Feel all things. That is, all things is about Christ. To make Christ what? The center of everything. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. Yes. So Christ is the center of all things. And he shows us the purpose of the gifts that he gave. If we continue from... Like we read before, 11 and 12, the purpose is to what? to perfect the saints, to edify the saints in what? And to give them the knowledge of the Son of God or the knowledge of Christ. That is the purpose of those gifts, right? Mm-hmm. Like like we said before, it is not to enrich the person, you know? It's not so that you people will be respecting you, you know? It's not for all those things. yeah it's not for you to come and uh i mean let me let me leave this matter for now Mm -hmm. but the purpose is what to perfect the sense sense. so you pointing to sin and all those things is not perfecting the sense because that's not the knowledge of christ so if you want to talk about sin go to unbelievers talk about it tell them christ because christ was made our sin yeah, So, you want to talk about sin, go to them, tell them about Christ, and they get saved. right? Mm. So, they get saved, they come into the church, and then you teach them about Christ. Right? Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. So, therefore, the gifting is for those it has been given to, to know Jesus. So, the problem is that many of those people we call apostles and all those things they don't know jesus personally what i mean by knowing jesus they are saved some of them i don't know about I don't, I don't know about most of them but what i'm saying is that i'm not the one who saved them so i don't know but what i'm saying is that they are saved right now the, the problem is they don't know christ it's not about being saved they are saved fine but they don't know christ because if they knew christ they will teach you about christ so if you see preachers who know about Christ or who know Christ, when they preach, they preach Christ. I don't know if I'm making sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't go preaching about any other thing. They preach Christ. And when you hear the message, it, it defies you. You know, it's not all those messages that you feel goosebumps all over you mm-hmm. and then tomorrow... You've as even not able to move as soon as you step out of the door, the goosebumps feeling goes away. Mm. And then you go back to feeling empty again. Mm. No, but if you encounter people who preach Christ, when you encounter them and they teach you, your spirit becomes edified. You catch your own revelation. I don't know if I'm making sense. Mm. Yes, true. You catch revelation for yourself. And then when you go, it doesn't leave you. You know, it's mm. not goosebumps feeling. Really. Mm. So this gifts is for these people to know Christ to know Jesus, so that they themselves can present and represent him to the church. Is it making sense? Mm. Yes. So, you also as a believer, if you don't know Christ and you go to teach someone, you'll be teaching nonsense. Mm. That is the truth. Mm. So, you have to know Christ for yourself. That is the knowledge. You've come to salvation. Fine. Now, knowledge. Hallelujah. So the credential for preaching Jesus is a personal revelation of Jesus. Mm. And perfecting means maturing. Right? Which is the purpose of the gifts. The purpose of the gifts is to mature, right? The purpose of the gifts is not so that you'll be shrieking, you know, some parts of the world come Whoah! people will fall on the ground. Or as they enter some demons start to shout <laughs> I mean when Jesus Christ was going, did you see the people who shout from demons and all those things? When the apostles were going, the demons and all those things shout. So, why do you want them to be shouting for you? Yeah, it's not for shrieking, it's not for screaming, it's not for people to be rolling on the ground. It's for perfecting, that is for maturing the saints or other acts. There are several of them that we see. So, unveiling Christ reveals the saints. Right. And it's important for you to understand that the saints is superior. To the jew or the gentile just let me just put it there yeah the saint is superior to jew or the gentile the saint is a new creature yeah, okay. nobody has seen him before he is neither jew nor mm-hmm. gentile right he's a new creature a brand new creation without past so there is no need for ancestral spirits you know, they come and they know you have some ancestral spirits in With your hometown places. that that they need to uh, ancestral demons and all those things, whatever With it is. international generational uh-huh. yeah, it's the the person is new. You see, being born again is not, you know, we think being born again is about a second oh, bed. No, it's, it, we think it's about second bed. Mm. It's about new bed. New creation. It's not second birth. Otherwise, I will said second creation. Mm. So it's a new birth. Mm. That is to say, there is no past. The first birth doesn't count because you have changed position. You have changed location. The day you got born again was the day you were born into the family of God. I don't know if I'm making sense. So you don't have... But the baby, when he is born, do we know his past? So what are you talking about, uh, family? Which, which family? <laughs> is it God and Christ Imagine. that you want to cast out? I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah. yeah. So this new creation, this saint has no past. His ancestry, that is his past, his present, and his future is Jesus Christ. So what do you want to cast out? Right? Mm -hmm. So, therefore the preacher's job is to unveil Christ so that the saints can be perfected for the work of the ministry and for edifying the church. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, uh, we're coming close (coughs) to our conclusion. The message of the church is the knowledge of Christ. So if we know Christ, then we can teach Christ. If we don't know Christ, we can't teach Christ and then we teach other things. Right. Mm. So it is important to note that the problem of the church is doctrine.
1: Okay.
0: Is not the devil. He
1: mm-hmm.
0: He's not the problem of the church. I don't know if you're with me. It's true. Yeah. The church has a doctrine problem. Why? Because doctrinal errors, because of, because of the doctrinal errors by those who don't know the scriptures. So there are so many errors. Bring five Christians from five different places. They'll say five different things on one topic. I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm making mm-hmm. sense. But this is the truth. The truth doesn't change, does it? Mm-hmm. So, how come all of you are saying different things?
1: I tell you, I need to write this thing. <laughs> say it again. <okay>, no. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> can listen to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to approach today. That's the thing. He's not approaching today. When are you hear here? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want it now. <laughs> okay, so what do you want me
0: to say? The problem of the what? Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. the problem of the church. Mm. Is not the adversary or Satan, it is a doctrinal problem. So, I was saying that if you bring five different Christians,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Then yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's not Satan, right? Yes, it's not Satan, it's not the adversary, mm. it's doctrinal. That's the problem of the church. Mm. So, doctrinal. doctrinal errors, and these doctrinal errors are by those who don't know the scriptures. And we know that the scriptures testify about Christ, right? Mm. So if you don't know the scriptures, in extension, you don't know Christ. Okay. Am
1: I making sense. Yes. Okay. Yes. We don't know the scriptures, yes. So you bring five
2: Christians. <laughs> That's the problem. He
0: Okay. So I was saying that you bring five Christians, it's right? true. Trust me. And and you on one topic, each one has different thing to say about it. Mm -hmm. Yes. But if as we know from scriptures that Jesus Christ is the truth, right? Mm. Then they should all be saying the same thing because the truth does not change. Truth is truth. Mm. Right? Mm. Even if you look at it from the back, from the side, from top, from bottom, Mm. truth will remain true. The message should be the same. Mm. Right? Mm. Yes. But because maybe one person is taught by someone who knows, the other one is taught by someone who doesn't know. see the message is different but i wanted to when you go on the internet take a look at this if you find a preacher who is preaching the truth Mm. if you find another preacher preaching the the truth truth. they are saying the same thing they complement each other exactly they They, they, They they didn't even no matter the language might be different the way they said it might be different but you get the exact thing that Mm. they are both saying the same thing why because now they are saying the truth right Mm. They have knowledge. Mm. Hallelujah, mm. amen. So, if the message is not testifying of Christ, it is not sound doctrine. If it's not talking about Christ, if it's not testifying about Christ, it is not sound doctrine. So you should do yourself a favor and get out of there and go look for sound doctrine. Let's see Second John chapter one verse nine to eleven. What? Second John. 1 verse 9 to 11. It only has one chapter, amen. Okay. 9 to 11. Let's read Whosoever transgressed and abided not in the doctrine of Christ does not what had not God, right? Mm. Like I was saying before. So, if it's not saying about Christ, it's not sound doctrine. It's even saying now that if it's not the doctrine of Christ, the person doesn't what have God. Right, So, if uh, he that abided in the doctrine of Christ, he had both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, talking about the doctrine of Christ, receive him not into your house, neither abide him, no, neither bid him Godspeed. Don't even tell him bye bye. Mm. For he that bideth him Godspeed, is partaker of his evil deeds. So not having the doctrine of Christ and yet you go about and be teaching is is what? Is equal to what? Evil deeds.
1: (coughs) So
0: uh, if it's not Christ, it is not God. In conclusion, that's what it is. Right? Mm -hmm. Just to summarize this place we read now. If it is not Christ, it is not God. Hallelujah. Amen. So take note of Christ. Did I jump to something else? Oh no, I didn't. So take note of Christ, right? Because there are so many Jesus. Mm. Yeah? Some people will be like, no, he didn't say anything, he didn't say Jesus. They're looking for when he said Jesus. <laughs> you see, he told us it was the daughter of Christ. He didn't we say nothing of Jesus? Mm. Because there are so many Jesus, there's Jesus in in uh, is it? In is, uh, o, o popo. Mm-hmm. um, wherever, in, in football, there's Jesus. You go, Brazil, Brazil. Mm-hmm. you go to Brazil, go to Spain, Jesus, Jesus, mm-hmm. everywhere, right? But there's only one Christ. <laughs> there can't be more than one Christ. Christ is the savior, right? So there's only one savior. There's only one that died for my sin mm-hmm. and for the sins of the world. So, and just to add on that it says the doctrine of christ right yes.
1: it, it not say you know most of most of the times we look forward to see uh if someone is saying uh, if, if someone has mentioned the name of Jesus or Christ or, or anything. Or god but it's not about the mentioning of the, name, the name but yes. it's the doctrine, the doctrine yes yeah, so if we understand what the doctrine of christ is then it will be easier for us also to To identify the true gospel or the true doctrine, if I understand the
0: doctrine of Christ. Exactly. So, if you know the doctrine of Christ, it's always the same. Because Christ is truth. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change. Mm -hmm. Right. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So, because there are so many Jesuses, but only one Christ. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So, it is Christ that died. It is Christ that was buried. It is Christ that rose again. So, the doctrine of Christ must talk about what? Is death, burial, resurrection? if it's not talking about those I mean it is not the doctrine of Christ, so it's not sound doctrine, so it's not God second Corinthians five
1: verse seventeen Christ
0: yes yeah is it that one
1: yeah
2: five verse seventeen
0: yes
1: yeah. Should be.
0: yes. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new what? creature. Old things are passed away. What is trying to say that old things have died? Right? Yeah. Behold, all things have become new. Mm-hmm. So, there is no old things. Old things die. If someone dies, it ceases to exist. Mm-hmm. Right? So, the person's old life has died. It's not dead. Everything has become new. So, the person has been born new. So there's no past. Hallelujah, no. Amen. But I'm not talking about human laws. If you if you kill somebody <laughs> and you're in jail, if you like repent, you still be in jail until yeah, you serve your time true. out, right? Mm. Uh-huh. If they have sentenced you to hang, you still hang. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So don't go and be thinking, okay. So if I repent now, they my no, they, no, my no, they'll no, forget we're that we're everything we're I, I did. No,
2: it's funny. No. No. It's funny. Yeah, we to Yeah. Growing up, the truth will set you free. They didn't tell us all the truth. They didn't tell the truth. They thought the truth is being honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, they didn't tell us <laughs> that the truth is Christ. Yeah. They yeah. did the because truth being is Christ. Honest, honest, yeah. they be like, no, uh, well, we, we, we should tell the truth now. Ask
2: me say, You said the truth, and the truth will set you free.
0: And then you say the truth, and, and you get the truth. It's not it saying it's yeah. knowing it. That's <laughs> and you see the knowing. Thank you. see the knowing. You see the knowing yeah. that you. you know you <laughs> <they laughs> you're know you say saying. And then they say, Say the truth. The truth is set you. Like, wow, but how about people who have, <laughs> have confessed things
2: and they still go to their time and they still serve the punishment? Yeah. So, you, see, like, you, like you like see, You see
0: all those other things? It's a doctrine problem, right? Mm. The So you should know the truth, and the truth will set you. They didn't say you should say the
1: Trust me, and right. we'll
0: be forced to say. We'll be forced to be honest, not to say it's the truth. It's the so it's the word of God. <laughs> okay, so still bringing us to what we talked about about doctrine, right? Mm. Okay, so continuing, First um, John five verse one. Verse one.
1: Yes. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth Him that begat, the everyone that loveth Him that begat loveth Him also that is begotten of Him. Yeah, everyone that loves the person that gave birth. Okay, let me read. Talking about Christ, NIV. Okay. everyone who believes that Jesus Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves His child as well.
0: Okay. So, in from the message, every person who believes that Jesus is, in fact, the Messiah, is God-born. Mm. That's born of God. So, so, as we were saying, it is Christ that died. He was one that was buried and rose again. No other person, right? So, this doctrine is not, is the doctrine of Christ, as we said. So, now, what then is doctrine? You know, we're saying doctrine. Maybe you don't understand what doctrine is. So what is doctrine doctrine is a belief or rather not just a belief it's a body of belief or a body of truth or principles on which an organization operates with and holds on to i don't know if i don't know if you are me yeah so it is what an organization or a people believe in and hold on to right so christianity as an organization or <laughs> as a body doctrine is the doctrine of christ religions have their doctrine organizations have their doctrines even countries have their doctrine i don't if i'm making sense Mm. yes so that's what doctrine is so the doctrine of christ is not doing now this is the difference between the doctrine of christ and the law the doctrine of christ is not doing in the law you have to do that is judaism Right? Mm. The doctrine of Christ is in believing. What are you believing in? Believing in what Jesus Christ has done. What did He do? He died, was buried, and was rose again. And rose again for what? For my redemption. To redeem man from sin. Am I making sense? Mm. Hallelujah. So In other words, I can make this affirmation that Jesus Christ has done it all. All I have to do is to believe. Christ has fulfilled the scriptures, has fulfilled the law, and my job is to believe that he has done it. When I believe, he performs it. I don't perform anything. Only Christ performs it. So I just believe on him. I believe on Christ. I go and chill on my bed. Christ, do your thing. Happy? That is the doctrine of Christ. Only what Christ has done. It has no demand from me. In the law, in the Old Testament, for in the day you do this, your Lord, the Lord your God will do this. It was a transaction. Right? It was a transaction. But in the New Testament, in the doctrine of Christ, I will, I will, I will. It never in any place said you do. This is the difference between doctrine of Christ and the law. Or not sound doctrine, false doctrine. Hallelujah. So in the same place we read earlier, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 to 5. We read second people. That was the first
1: one. Yeah. yeah. Verse, 4, verse 1 to 5. Verse 1 to 5. Yes. The Spirit... Chapter 4. Yes. The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some abandoned abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Hmm. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars okay. whose consciences have been seared... As with a hot iron, they forbid people to marry okay, and ordered them to abstain from certain foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving okay. by those who believe and who know the truth. For everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. Okay. 2-5, right?
0: Yes. <coughs> so you see. What, what does he call those teachings? It says what? The doctrine of devils. Mm. So, in essence, any activity that highlights the devil or highlights this highlights Satan, right? Over Christ is a doctrine of devils. There are some places you go to and they just be doing show up and down. Mm. Ah, you, this devil, you went to and drama huh? <laughs> they are fighting with devil. You see those ones, they are punching. Ah, punch at the devil today. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Nothing eh. of devils. The whole of that service is that day. is what they will, they will do. Or they won't do any let's say. <laughs> They will punch devil and punch devil and fight devil and argue with devil. And then, at the end of the service, people go, ah, I was, blessed, I was blessed. What did, what did you learn? Mm-hmm.
1: He just loves the show.
0: The, these gifts are what? For perfecting the saints <coughs> in what? The knowledge is not in the show. <laughs> mm. So, these are the things of, of the devil Colossians 1, verse 13.
1: It's in the voice. Nigeria, the voice. Nigeria, the voice. Who? Oh, I'm saying it's america Got Talent Show. <laughs> america Got
0: Talent Show. Mm. No, his church has got talent show. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, Colossians 1 <laughs> verse 13. Mm-hmm. So I read. There uh, you go. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have been delivered from the power of darkness. So we don't have need to know about darkness. Right. So when you leave. A place and go to a new place. What do you do? You learn about that new place, right? Mm. So why teaching someone who has been removed, who has been delivered from the power of darkness? Why teach him about that power of darkness? Mm. He has nothing, no relationship with it. I don't know if I'm making sense. Mm. Okay, so uh, an evil and perverse generation seeks signs and wonders. So, one of the things that drives this so-called man of God to be doing all those shows they are doing, is because people have itchy ears, they don't want to hear about Christ. They just want to see show, you know, they are a sign that there is power of God here. I don't know, you've, if you go there, you see many people confessing, no, I got the power of the devil, this, this. why? Because an evil generation seeks signs. and. No sign will be given to them Jesus Christ told them, right? No sign will be given to them except what? The sign of Jonah. Do you know what the sign of Jonah is? What is it?
1: The message of resurrection.
0: Exactly. So, only that is the sign they need. What is that sign? That Jesus Christ died, buried, rose again. The sign of salvation, end of the matter. That's the only sign you need. Which other sign are you looking for? Mm. They are busy looking for where they are casting out devils and casting out demons before they know that, yeah, that preacher has power. Mm. So if the person lives about Christ and does focus on cha-cha-cha-cha-cha, whatever it is, uh, then they're like, ah, God is in this place. Who told you God is in that place when you're wasting your time? There's no message of Christ. So, and no sign shall be given to them except the sign of Jonah in the belly of the fish, which is the sign the church shows to the world. This is the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, like you said. And it's our focus. Salvation, the saving of souls, is the focus of the church. Right? Mm. That's what Jesus Christ gave. He's, the Great Commission. You know, just talk about the Great Commission a lot. And they are like, Yeah, it's evangelism. Let's go and do evangelism. They end up, they go and do evangelism. And like I was telling you guys before, we're we'll just gonna be sharing tracks. And advertising. We're <laughs> not advertising, we ought to be advertising our church. Yeah, come to my church. An advertising church. Yeah. But the Great Commission is not evangelism as you say it. It is what? The death, better the message of the death, better and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's not going to bring people to church. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> so this is our focus. It is not miracles. It is the announcement of Jesus Christ. Which is the gospel so when you give someone the gospel or when you show someone the gospel right when you show someone christ the accepting or the receiving of that message right drives away devils if the person accepts the message right because he said that i come and i what live in him Right? When someone accepts accepts the message, this the spirit of the Lord what comes and lives within in him, right? So if there was devil in operation in that place, Christ and, and the devil cannot operate in the same place, right? Light and darkness don't go together. The moment you shine light, darkness what? Give way. Am I making sense? Yeah. So the entering of Christ, the entering or the accepting of the message. Drives away the devil. So you don't need to go and be focusing on uh, doing signs and wonders. <coughs> I don't know if you've seen preachers that just by preaching, that preaching about Christ oh, people are getting standing up from their from their crutches, people are getting healed. He didn't he didn't come and say this is let me lay hand on you and chase devils. No. I don't know if you've seen those mm-hmm. preachers. Yeah, they were just preaching. And people are getting healed, so that is what the accepting the message does. Christ comes into you. So when you see Jesus, what is not in Jesus goes away. He doesn't have blindness; blindness will go away. He is not crippled; uh, the crutches will go away, and so on and so forth. So, what is not in him will be removed from your life. Which is this, this is the sign that shall follow them. So, if you go preaching the the word, these signs will follow you. You are not the one following the signs. I'm never making sense. These signs shall follow them who, what? On my name, believe. Right? They will cast out devils. The signs are following them. I don't know if you paid attention. They're not the ones following the signs. Am I making sense? Mm. Yes. So, you go, you are preaching the gospel, you are following Jesus, the signs are following you. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. So, it is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. This is all the sign I need. I don't need any other sign. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, uh, verse 6, as we conclude. 1 Timothy 4, Verse 6 If thou put the bread in remembrance of these things thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ nourished of in the words of faith and of good doctrine whereunto thou hast attained Hallelujah mm-hmm. So if <coughs> put the bread in remembrance of these things so in other words a good minister is what one that puts the brethren in remembrance of what christ has done right yeah. we can we can go back and forth and look at it it's of it's about what christ has done so a good minister puts the bread in remembrance of what christ has done a good christian is one who knows what christ has done that is a good christian It's not one who goes to church all the time yeah. It's not one who participates in uh, activities. activities. It's one who knows what Christ has done, because that is that is only the that is the criteria. God wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. It didn't say to be saved and be coming to church, Mm. or to be saved and go and be doing activities. No, to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. So when you know the truth, when you have good knowledge, you are a good Christian. Hallelujah so in conclusion what Christ has done for him a good Christian knows what Christ has done for him because he is a product of a good minister so a good minister will present the knowledge of deliverance and a good Christian will receive the knowledge of deliverance
1: Hallelujah Amen Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen.